welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast hosted by Lisa Battaglia. You are joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, honor their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul. The Elevated Podcast tackles conversations around empathy, energy work, sexual energy, manifestation, and social and cultural insights. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevated Podcast and taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. Let's get into it. Hello, my little blueberry muffins. Welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast. I'm Lisa. I am so glad that you're here. Happy New Year's Eve uh, or whenever you're listening to this. For me, it's New Year's Eve and I am not feeling my hottest. I I have like a little sore throat. I don't know if I'm getting sick. And instead of like resting, I'm recording this podcast. So if I'm a little, if I, if I seem sick, I am just a little bit, but not enough for me to not do this podcast because I really wanted to talk about the year in review. I wanted to talk about porn's year in review. And I just wanted to talk about what's upcoming next year a little bit. But I really just wanted to reflect on this year mostly because you guys have been with me for a while and some really, I I was looking at my like vision. It's not really a vision board. It's like a, I just like drew pictures and inspiration and wrote quotes and, you know, and I was like, how much of this came true or like what was different that needed to be different? from what I wrote down and what I like visioned for myself. And it's mostly so that you can kind of reflect on what you wanted from this year and maybe that you didn't get and that, you know, there was a reason you didn't get that stuff. Or maybe it just like wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And to reflect on the really amazing things that happened this year, even if it was just the fact that you got up out of bed and did something, went for a walk or started walking more, like small things, you know? So, and then I want to talk about Pornhub's year in review because you know, tis the season. My favorite time of year is to talk about Pornhub's year in review because it's so fascinating. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, when I had Katie on the podcast, we talked about um, I think like 2021's year in review and we talked about it again and I was like I am going to share my reflections from this because it's fascinating so stay tuned for that first let's talk about because it's right in front of me let's talk about what I was envisioning for 2022 I was like I gotta look at that thing because what the heck happened and I was really like, I don't know if you remember this, if you've been with me for a bit, I was like really envisioning myself living in New York this year. Like I really, I visited my friends who lived in New York in December of last year and I was really envisioning a whole ass move cross country with Jasper. Yeah, right. And I'm so glad that that didn't happen. I actually had interviewed for a couple jobs in New York and 
I didn't get them and I was so bummed out about it. But it ended up like being fine. And I'm glad I didn't move there. I've I have so much like gratitude for where I live right now. It's so quiet. It's so safe. Jasper, I guarantee you at some point during this podcast, he's going to bark at a sound outside. And I live in the quietest place in the world. I don't know how he would live in New York. I don't know how he would survive. So that was a big one for 2022 that I envisioned. I'm so glad that didn't happen. Um, More travel did not happen. Did I go anywhere? I went to Coachella, which is on this board, of course. Will it be on the next board? I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. When is too old to stop going to Coachella? We don't know. Um, the ones that are so funny. I have a lot about my business, which is interesting. My podcast. That stuff kind of did really great. But I started backing away from that a little bit towards the end of the year because I'm just refocusing on what I want to do. So that's interesting. I put on Italy. I did not go there. But I did watch a lot of videos about Italy. (laughs) Farmer's Market, of course, every Sunday. Free and clear of all debt. I actually got into more (laughs) because I started school. And the ones that are related to school that are really interesting, I put on here new intellectual challenges And I did not know that was going to be the center of my year. And I did not know what that meant. I think I just was like new intellectual challenges in general. But like my whole year was a new intellectual challenge. And the other one that was related to that was, where is it? Meeting, oh yeah, meeting lots of inspiring people. I met a lot of inspiring people this year. That's a good one. Crypto, NFT stocks. Um, let's not talk about it. <laughs> I put on deep intimacy, passion and romance and connected sex. Um, hmm. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me pause there. Did I have that? Um, no, <laughs> not really not at all not really and we could talk about that more later because that's really central to this podcast but I have some stories for you that are like the very few sexual experiences I had this year and I'm I think I'm gonna have my cousin on the podcast and I'm gonna tell you about them with her on because yeah I would, you, her reaction is just going to be great. So, and we have a lot to talk about. You guys are going to love this one. So that's upcoming. But no, I didn't really have a lot of deep intimacy or connected sex this year. It's okay. It's fine. Don't worry about me. <laughs> um, Freedom was my, my word of the year. And I think that's such an interesting word that I chose because it's not in the way I envisioned. I think I envisioned freedom to be like freedom from debt, freedom from 
um, my injury freedom from like things, it was really like, it really became freedom from the imprisonment of my own mind. And I know that sounds really dramatic, but it kind of, that is the freedom I experienced. Like I did not hinder myself because of what I think I should be doing or what I think other people think I should be doing. I really, or like in the spirituality sense, like, am I not, should I not do this because it's not like aligned or what my higher self would do? Like I really let go of all of that crap. Not crap. It's not crap, but like in the sense that it was limiting me, I let go of it. And so I've experienced a lot of freedom in saying whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And I deeply embody that now. And I did not at the beginning of the year for sure. That's a huge like growth. And I think I just like, I settled into once I turned 28, I talked about this, I think last week or whenever the last episode was, I really settled into the body, into my body and really settled into just like, enjoying life instead of overanalyzing life and I think that was the big like the freedom really manifested itself this year um friendship of course my darling friends ease was a big word I put on here yes a lot of that Ooh, here's a good one. Music and dance, guys. And the other one, my body. No more back and hip pain. I went to physical therapy this whole year, and I was finally able to go to a dance class a few weeks ago, and it felt amazing. And I feel so, like, I did not get injured And I've gone to two now, and I have not had injuries. And I'm so excited to be able to jump back into, like, what my body needs and what my body loves to do is to to go to dance classes. And I've started pole dancing classes, which has been so fucking fun. And another thing that I never thought I could do again. And I've been able to heal this these parts of my body and be able to do that, which is amazing. I wrote Jasper Snuggles. We had a lot of those. Thank God. (laughs) Less phone, more nature, more reading. Ah, lots of reading this year. I really got back into reading, which was amazing. I met my goal of 20 books. Actually, my goal was 10 and I surpassed that. And a lot less phone. I'm a lot less social media, a lot more nature. And... Yeah, that's just like a a few things on here that I was like, wow, I love the ones about like me being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, Wow. Okay. So that's that. That's my year in review. And then I'm going to write, I'm going to write some more down like things that were on this list that I was really, you know, grateful for this year. And I think it's just a practice I do and it's not something that you have to do or feel like you should do. It's like, it's just another day. We're just turning another year, but sometimes it's just good to reflect on how much you've done because you've done so much. And I'm sure the list is really long 
that you've done so much and it doesn't you don't have to compare it with other people's you don't have to compare it with mine it's just so that you can recognize all of the amazing things that you were able to do this year so that's that okay where do okay let me there were a couple things do we want to go straight into the Pornhub year in review guys it's so funny let's just go there first um I'm so excited about this. This is the best time of the year. Round of applause for the Pornhub year in review. Round of applause for the statisticians that work on this, the graphic designers that work on this. Oh my gosh. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, every year Pornhub does a year in review. They compile all these statistics on who's watching, what they're searching for, what's, you know, where they're watching it. Um, And it's a... It's so fascinating. And I, okay, I need to preface this with I'm never going to yuck anyone's yum unless it's really bad, right? You you guys know where the line is drawn. And I don't, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but these are my reactions from my experience. And uh, so... I'm not judging you if you like any of those things, but I just want to reflect on how interesting it is. So that was my preface. You guys get it. You guys get it. I shouldn't have to say it. You guys know there's no judgment unless it's really bad stuff. Okay. So let's just talk about this year in review. So what I think is so interesting, the searches that define 2022, the number one thing was reality. Reality. I guess people don't want the fake, very highly produced content anymore. Well, they, I think it's like generally a popular thing to want like amateur, real, very reality focused things. But I found it interesting that it was a number one search term this year and it grew by 169%. Nice. And became one of the top 20 categories. And the popularity of the amateur category dropped slightly, which was interesting. So it says that our statisticians theorize that as more amateur models have become full-time performers, the quality of their videos have improved, but visitors are still seeking a real homemade porn experience. So I think that's so fascinating. People want more real stuff, and that's not certainly a surprise. So... Yeah, how interesting. The second thing that was interesting, transgender category grew by 75%, which was fascinating. And that was a big one. And if you want to look this up, just you can search 2022 year in review Pornhub if you want to look it up. Or you can just listen to me talk about it if you're afraid to Google that. But something tells me that you'll be fine. There's nothing. There's no porn on this thing. They're just like porn words. Um, number three was group sex. Threesome category is growing. We love that for people. Outdoors, positions, feet, femdom. 
so the I, so <laughs> in the in the episode with Katie we were fascinated that hentai was so popular in like all countries and we were just so blown away and if you've listened to that episode we're just like what is hentai and then we like texted all these guys we knew we were like are you into hentai and we were like figuring it out i regret to inform you that hentai is still going strong i don't regret i just i am just informing you that hentai is still going strong hentai is still going strong people it's number one search term for 2022. Most popular performers, Abella Danger has knocked off Lana Rhodes for number one. For somebody who doesn't, hasn't made porn in like four years, the fact that Lana Rhodes is still in even the top three is just remarkable. Abella Danger, Lana Rhodes, and Angela White are number one, two, and three. Abella Danger is beautiful. And my one of my favorite facts about her is that she is dating this sexy, sexy personal injury lawyer. Just like a random attorney. And she's just dating a random attorney. I just love that. I love that about her. You gotta look them up. They're a sexy couple. Most viewed amateur models. I don't know any of them, so we're just gonna move on. The United States most searched term for 2022, lesbian and hentai. Okay. United States top relative searches. This was my favorite part, okay? Where it shows you the number one search term by state. And I just want to I just want to remark on a few interesting ones. If you're from any of these states, I would like you to let me know if these make sense to you. <laughs> given given the fact that you live in this state cuz maybe I just don't know enough about other states. But South Carolina, I'm calling on you first, South Carolina. GILF is your number one search term. What is a GILF, you ask? A granny you'd like to fuck. South Carolina, please respond to my... <laughs> please respond to my inquiry and let me know if that makes sense or if it's just this one little group in South Carolina that's dominating the rest of the state. Granny, I'd like to fuck South Carolina. I don't... I like I told you, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but you're wrong for that. Okay. Uh Alaska breast expansion. Alaska Alaska's number one search term is breast expansion. What does that mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> does it mean that you want to see boobs grow? Does it mean that you want to see boobs after they've grown. <laughs> Alaska, tell us. I don't know what I was expecting from Alaska, but it wasn't that. It really wasn't that. Um, Texas. Texas. We actually need to talk about Texas. Texas is panties. And like, okay, sure. 
you're into panties. You want to see them. But like, why is that what you're searching? Why is that the number one search term you're searching? You are, Texas is going into their computer and typing panties go. I'm not yucking anyone's young. Let's see. Oh, uh, Nebraska's just rub. R-U-B, rub. I'm not really sure what that means. Um, Utah's Mormon. Love that for them, I guess. What else? I mean, that's what it was last year, I think. Um, Arizona's just shower. It's just hot all it's just hot there all the time. So they just like always need to take a shower. That's like the only place they go. And so that's all they're thinking about. That's my perception of what that means. That is my judgment on Arizona is that they're just hot and need to shower all the time. Montana's leather. We get it. You like leather. You like hunting. We get it. Why is that your number one search term? I do, I just I, <laughs> it's just, just so silly. You guys got to look at this um, map. You got to see what you're write in to tell me what your state says because it's just fascinating. Any other good ones? Massage. Furries, the Oregon, Oregon, that's Oregon. Oregon likes furries. Good for them. Good for them. Okay. My other, I'm just telling you my highlights. This was another highlight that I think we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> my favorite one, men versus women. Pornhub statisticians make use of Google Analytics to figure out the most likely age and gender of visitors. They're watching you always. <laughs> Even if you're in incognito mode, they can see you and they can know. Doesn't really do much. But women's favorite category is lesbian, of course. And what's so interesting and not a surprise is that Scissoring was viewed more by women compared to men. How interesting. Not surprising. Most search porn stars by women, Abella Danger, number one, and Lana Rhodes, number two. And the proportion of female visitors in the Philippines, there are more women viewing than men the proportion is larger than anywhere else in the world. So one more other. I think this is one more other. Top relative categories by generation. Gen Z, number one, threesomes. Interesting. I don't, and the second one is virtual reality. <laughs> I just like everything's in the metaverse for them. Everything's in the metaverse, but they want like more people threesomes you know more virtual reality more metaverse threesomes in the metaverse for gen z gen y people who are 25 to 34 
Asian was number one. Threesome was number two. MILF was number three. Feet was number four. That's our generation. Most of the people who listen to this podcast are in that generation. Gen X, 35 to 54. Number one, cream pie. Love that for you guys. (laughs) And my favorite are the boomers. People who are 55 plus. Your number one is hand job. Jobs. That was me applauding. Hand jobs, number one for boomers. I can't figure this one out. Is it because they want to just kind of go back to the basics? That's my interpretation of that. They just want to go back to the basics. They just want to, <laughs> they've done everything they could do. And now they just want to go back to the <laughs> The basics of a hand job. <laughs> oh man. Okay. That was those were the highlights for me. And I'd love to hear if you read through this, let me know the highlights for you. What a fascinating study. They do so many, like they break it down by country. And there's so much. They also they also pulled stats for the the World Cup when people watch during the World Cup and per country. So like if that country was watching porn during their World Cup, if they were in the World Cup and uh, the only country that did not go down in watching porn that watched less porn during their World Cup competition was Australia. Australia doesn't care about the World Cup. They actually watch porn more during the World Cup. But the rest of the countries went down. But just Australia. That's so funny. So let me know if you read through this. If you have any other funny things that you'd like to let me know. And that's that. So speaking of porn. Sex. All these things that I'm talking about. I wanted to share a little bit about what I got upcoming next year in terms of my work and my school and things that I'm studying about. So actually right now I'm reading for my class that starts on January 3rd and it's a two-week class before the semester starts to get some units out of the way. And this class is about comparative sex equality. guys are like, that's perfect for you. I know. It's really like comparative constitutional law tied with sexuality law. So it's comparing sex and gender laws by country and comparing it with other countries and how other countries have written constitutions and laws about gender and sex. And it compares, you know, America with other countries in the world. So it's going to be so fascinating. So we've already started to talk about, or I've started to read about um, gender equality and stuff. And there's going to be a class on pornography. There's going to be a class on abortion laws. And I'm so excited to share more about things that I learned in that class. And so that is really feeding into a lot of the work that I want 
to be doing in school and, you know, in work after graduation. And there's going to be a lot of shifts in how sex is censored on social media because the Supreme Court is going to be hearing a case on algorithms and how social media companies should, you know, be held accountable for the algorithms. And so depending on how the Supreme Court rules on that, sex might be censored even more. And so I am really excited to, you know, take this class, for example, and other classes that I'm going to be taking next semester, one of them being digital technologies in the Constitution. It's perfect for me. So I'm combining all of these to really study and I'm going to be writing my capstone on how this Supreme Court decision is going to lead to sex censorship in the media. So the the court case is really interesting and I'll tell you a small snippet and maybe I'll do a whole episode on it. But this court case came from the Paris terrorist attacks years ago and somebody, a a victim's family is actually suing Google because Google promoted ISIS content through their algorithms and promoted terrorist content through their algorithms. So one of the victim's families, and I think probably other victim's families, are suing Google. And so it's worked its way all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has decided to hear it on whether Google, Facebook, all of these companies, TikTok, Instagram, if they should be accountable for their algorithms. So when they promote content just by, you know, their automated systems. So it's going to be really interesting. So if they, if basically, if they are, if they should be held accountable for their algorithms, they're certainly going to change how they write the algorithms and how they censor content. And it's going to make, it's going to make like sex censorship even worse because they're just going to do away with sex content altogether, even if it has like a purpose, even if it's educational, even if it's artistic, because they don't want to be in trouble or get sued for that. And so it's going to be really fascinating. I'm going to write my whole ass capstone about it, a nice, juicy 25 page paper. And I'm going to take you on that ride with me. We're going to talk more about it. I'm going to be interviewing people in the tech space, in the sexual wellness space, sex educator space. And I can't wait to take you guys along with me. That really is how this podcast started. If you listen to the very first episode, I talked about my very, you know, original blog about why sex has been censored more on social media and why I got censored for talking about sexual wellness when it had a purpose. Um, So yeah, that was a little update. More to come on that. But I hope you take this little New Year's Eve and New Year's Day with just recognition for how much you have, how far you've come, how much you've done, how much you've grown. Because I know you have. Like, I know you've done so much. There's no question about it. So 
so much exciting, so many exciting things coming in 2023 for you and me both. And I can't wait to see you then. And it's going to be great. I can't wait. Can't wait. And that's all for me. Happy New Year's, my sweet blueberry muffins, my sweet Elevation Nation. And I hope you feel so elevated and I will see you next year.